Welcome to the Gold Nose Podcast. This podcast is made by a fan for fans. I'm not a reporter, journalist, or insider. Today is December 11th, 2019. This is episode number 11. Uh, will FSU football ever evolve? Um, that's the question of the day. And I got a few other things that I want to get into. And let's go ahead and get started. Um, so will FSU football ever evolve? We're going to find out in the next eight, nine months. I mean, we got a long way to go to become a modern football program. Um, I think Mike Norvell is the guy to do it. He's young enough. He he, he said uh, modern, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he said basically a modern approach with old school values. Um so I just got some some things that I believe that um, is probably going to make this guy a winner. Um, first, uh, I want to start off in a something with something a little different. Um, Kaylin LeBorn. And I usually do like this kind of stuff like in the middle, but I just decided to move it up, move it up on this episode. Kaylin LeBorn, very talented player. No discipline. Might he fall into the all hype, no substance category? It is definitely trending that way. Um, he has power. He can catch the ball. He has uh, juke moves, agility. He needs to focus. Um, he's obviously been in the weight room because he's shredded. Um, but he, I mean... You just you get sent home or you and you're not allowed to participate in the Florida game. And they probably needed you uh, a lot for that game. I mean, I think you could have helped. I think you're a talented enough player to make a difference. So I just need you to get your head on straight and be a leader because you're just as talented as Cam Akers. But he just doesn't do the stupid stuff that you do. So I'm hoping that you can get your act together and, you know, be one of the all-time greats to ever come through Florida State. Um, Mike Norvell has one week to put together a respectable, respectable recruiting class. Unlike Willie Taggart, he had a winning record and a conference championship. This will go over well with recruits, I hope. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to go into recruits living room and you got a losing record and you ain't really won anything. It's another thing when you have a winning record, you have a conference championship, you've been consistent at a program for four years, and I think he's going to put something together, man. Um I really think he does. He 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 has won me over. I even I even had an episode, no Norvell, Florida State. <laughs> so I was kind of biased, I guess. Um keys to success for a head coach in power five football. Number one, recruit. 
You have to get talent. I mean, in any team sport, you're only as good as the players that are on the floor, on the court, or on the field. You can have all the X's and O's. You can have all the answers. But if your players stink, it ain't going to make a hill of beans, man. Um, Game management. Um, Game management. When to use a timeout. When to go for a first down. Personnel usage. When when to punt. When to go for a two-point conversion. Um, knowing all your personnel groupings. Making sure that you have 11 men on the field at all times. Um, these are the things that a head coach are so that these are the things that a head coach is supposed to do. Um, number three, hire great coordinators. If you hire great coordinators, they lighten the load so you can recruit and focus on all aspects of the team. Um, I just don't want I don't want Mike Norvell to just be a guy that just focuses on offense. I want him to have his hand all over this team and, uh, you know, be a disciplinarian. You know, we need a hard nosed guy is what we need. And, um, you know, once we start having some success, some success, you can ease up a little bit. But right now, this team, you know, they don't need a coach to come in here and be their friend, man. We need somebody that's going to come in and make these guys work and bring this thing back to where it used to be. Um, let's see. Kendall Bryles, first year as the offensive coordinator at Florida State. He improved the offense. And he has a great offensive mind. I could see him at Appalachian State or Florida Atlantic. Um, I wish him and uh, Norvell could have coexisted, but they're both young guys. And, you know, egos might get in the way. Um, Again, the, the question of the day was, can FSU evolve as a football program? Um, maybe if they, maybe if they embrace the culture and landscape of today's college football, boosters need to boost. I'm going to keep calling out the boosters until they, you know, fork over the cash, man. It's, it's time. It's past time. You should, you should have been doing this four years ago, five years ago. Um, you know, with those combined efforts, we can get back to the glory days of, Florida State. Um, the the um, recruiting aspect of this is, um, you know, if this guy can pull it off, I mean, you know, we got ourselves a coach, man. Um, the uh, well, I don't think we've hired a defensive coordinator yet. So it's going to be very interesting to see who he goes with. Um, I hope it's a guy who has a history for attacking and, you know, just putting players in positions to uh, make plays. That's really, you know, that's what Venable does. Venables does. 
he puts his best players in positions in positions to make plays. I mean, you just look at the Virginia game. How many three and outs did they have? And gave the ball back to their offense. And you give that offense the ball so many times, they're going to put up 60 points on you. So, you know, I I wish and I hope that we can get back to that point someday where we just got dogs all over the field, man. It's been a long time, man. It's been a long time since we've had that. Um, let's see what else did I want to touch on? Um, if uh, Terry Wilson and Akers go pro, that's gonna leave a huge void for us to fill. Um, I don't know who can step in and compensate for that production and that leadership in the uh, locker room and on the team. Um, But it's going to be imperative that we try to find that. Um, None of those three guys, as I stated before, are going to be like all-time greats, but it was just potential and talent that wasn't um, used to his uh, full capacity just because of the offensive line. Um, If we had better offensive line talent, I think you would definitely speak of Terry and Akers as one of the all-time greats, uh, respectively. And um, Marvin Wilson, um, he's going to be one of the strongest players to ever come through. Um, But he, I mean... You could say Corey Durden was a running mate with him, but Corey Durden didn't really make a lot of big plays. He was a solid defensive tackle. But switching to that 3-4 that Willie Tiger did, I just didn't understand that. Um, Another player that I wanted to... Uh, talk about was Isaiah Bolton, the red shirt freshman. Um, they finally put him on the field on kickoff returns, and he just displayed, you know, true athleticism and speed. I think he's a big guy, he's 6'2, 195, um, just lanky and athletic. Kind of, he is he like a poor man's version of uh, Jalen Ramsey. Um, the sky's the limit for that guy, man. He's got to get in the weight room. He's got to work on his back pedal. He's got to work on his brakes as far as breaking on the ball. Uh, but you you can just see the speed and the talent that's there, man. And, um, you know, I think he could potentially be a first-round pick if he put it all together. Um, so... You know, I I became a fan of his during the, uh, I think they first put him out there in the Boston College game. And, you know, I just said, okay, this kid can play, man. And then he played in some pass coverage. I mean, better than what I expected. Um, I didn't really have high expectations for the DBs after the Clemson game. 
<laughs> I mean, it was just cinnamon toast crunch. Um, so we'll see where his uh, career goes. Um, I seen some stuff where uh, Mike Norvell was on the recruiting trail. He visited a tackle. I want to say his last name is Herring. That guy needs to hit the weight room ASAP. He needs to hit the weight room ASAP. Um, I haven't really watched any film on him. Um, And hopefully we can bring those two defensive ends back into the fold because we really do need those guys. Um, Maybe Mike Norville can flip some of the Memphis commits and help us out with that. I don't know. Um, but he still got to fill out his staff also. Um, I don't know who, I don't know if he's going to be the quarterback's coach. Um, we got a offensive coordinator. We need an offensive line coach, wide receivers coach, tight ends coach, running backs coach. Uh, we got our D-line coach, Odell. Uh, we need a linebacker, DB, and special teams coach. And I would say... You're going to have to get some off-the-field analysts to break down film and do all those kind of things because all the big boy programs are doing it, man. You know, you could you could bring one of those uh, coaches that got fired, let them be an analyst, let them break down film, let them recommend some stuff, and incorporate that into your game plan. Um, this is a part of the evolving process that uh, Florida State needs to go through. Um, this is big boy football now. Okay, you're, you're saying that, okay, we're going, we're committed now. So it's just time to uh, do what needs to be done. And, you know, again, I say it on every episode, build that football only facility. We need that to get the top guys. Um, just saying, here's Florida State. That doesn't work no more. So, um, I think Mike Norvell knows that. I think he's going to be um, successful. Maybe not in year one. But hopefully they give this guy more than a season and a half to um, turn this thing around. Uh, episode eleven is uh, I'm <laughs> thank you for listening to episode eleven. It's available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And I appreciate all the support. And I will see you on the next episode.